0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. My name is Tim Birch, and today's guest comes from all the way. Actually, I was just in California for the uh, uh annual business meetings, which is uh, which was uh, we'll get to it in another, in another podcast. But uh, my guest today is also from California, all the way from from the Fresno area. And you know the funny thing is, is that uh, earlier this year. NSPS was was putting together a, an MOU with the the California Land Surveyors Association. We were finalizing that MOU, so I was doing a lot of pod or a lot of uh, chapter meetings and in, in the evenings. And this gentleman, it just seemed like more often than not, this gentleman was was showing up on these chapter meetings. And I, you know, the more I got to noticing that Adrian was there, it was just very impressive that he was listening in to a lot of these things. Always had a lot of great things to add and to say. And so we've just recently connected. Uh, my guest today is is Adrian Aguire. Welcome, Adrian. We appreciate you taking time to 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 come together with us here. And you know, bottom line is this gentleman has a lot to say. This gentleman has a lot to add. And I really thought, you know what, let's let's have a chat with him because I think he's got a lot of great ideas. And so, you know, well, first, like I said, again, welcome, Adrian. And so First off, tell us a little bit about yourself because sur- every surveyor has a story of how they got into surveying, why they're in it and what drives them. So who is Adrian Aguirre?
1: All right, well, as you said, my name is Adrian. I'm from Fresno, California. Work for Guida Surveying Inc. as a survey analyst. Um, how I got into surveying? Well, I grew up in the Valley, Central Valley. Uh, went to school here, um, attended Fresno State, was on the path towards um, civil engineering because, you know, I always liked construction and building things. I always thought it was cool, you know, watching modern marvels as a child. Mm-hmm. is always my favorite show. Yep. Um, and then when I got to Fresno State, they had a, you had to take an intro to a surveying program and uh Taking that class, we had a lab. GME was part of the geomatics engineering degree called GME lab 15. And what it was is um, taught by Dr. James Crossfield. Uh, what it was is we went out to a to the foothills of uh, outside of Covis, and they had a one tenth. Uh, I think it's called like experimental range. So you would uh, go to uh, the school, get the equipment in the morning, uh, you had your group, it was a mixture of geomatic students and in uh, civil engineering students. You head up, up there like 30 minutes outside of town, and then you had to traverse through the foothills doing your survey. So you would be, you know, writing down the angles and distances, and then you had to uh, obviously close the traverse, but during, throughout the day, you know, as you're out there, it's, it could be depending on when the lab was, whether, I think ours was in springtime. So it was nice weather and it was fun, you know, like some of the civil students weren't too fond of being out in the field <laughs> and stuff. So, but I thought it was fun. It was a blast. You're like outside doing hard work. And I was, <clears throat> so then after that, um, Dr. Crossfield uh, reached out to me uh, asking, well, I went to ask him about like, what is surveying? You know, wanted to know more about it. And he was telling me what it was. And I was like, you know, about the history, about um, the different aspects you could get into. Um, you could go like, you know, geodesy, working for NASA, all these, you know, um, high profile careers. I was like, oh, and I always liked maps in general. I was was like a fan of maps and topo maps, you know, as a kid. So I uh, switched majors and then um, then it was just, that was it for me. And so after school, I, I left school and then I uh, started working in the industry. Well, I did like internships at um, Caltrans PG&E and then I'd been working in the industry for like Past eight years now so ever right. since i go ahead
0: uh, nice that that that's awesome that you've stated yeah that, that you've you've uh you've, you've,
1: I've you've never looked back it's always yep. been forward and like diving or full diving full in into the industry the career joining like in school we had uh asprs clsa joining participating in those organizations, going to conferences, networking, and you always meet great people. So it's like, man, this place, and it's a small community. So everybody knows everybody eventually.
0: Right. (laughs) It's
1: like a, it's like a small world. So it's great.
0: I want to go back to your school work for a second, because I think, and and I, I remember hearing this and I've, I've always wanted to go back and do a little more digging in on this. Um, the the area where you surveyed if i remember right when you said it was the one there was the one tenth uh scale uh site Mm -hmm. is this where they've laid it they have basically laid out sections uh of of ground on a one-tenth scale of what would be what would normally be a mile section is one tenth of that and it's it's all basically that sectional breakdown but it's a tenth of the size
1: yeah it's like a a township i believe is it yes, would be that is so, fascinating so yeah
0: that yeah. is that is absolutely fascinating to be able to go through and really retrace uh, a section uh, you know what's representing of of a, of a section in a township uh, on a much smaller scale but still utilizing the same technology the same the same thought process um, mm-hmm. that, uh, that 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 the the general land office and and the the, the federal surveyors did You know, back in the 1800s is basically what you're doing is kind of a a retracement of stuff, stuff like that, but on a much smaller scale, which is actually a little more manageable than trying to traverse a a mile or two or whatever. But that
1: definitely I'm
0: going to I'm going to have to reach out to the school because I think I think there's a really cool story to be told about that on how you're teaching teaching land surveying on on that scale, but yet still utilizing that, you know, what is uh, tried and true surveying techniques
1: exactly and it wasn't a one-man crew It was like more like a four five fantastic up to six party crew yeah you had your people carried equipment you know the one reading it writing down the notes rod you know it was it's the way it should be well probably not that big yes. but more than one
0: that is fantastic well well I didn't mean to, like I, said, I didn't mean to to go off on that tangent but I remember hearing about this this reduced scale township. And sure enough, I mean, that's, that's a, that obviously is, is a real thing. And uh, uh, well, I might have to uh, follow back up on that again someday with the, with the school and uh, we'll drag you into drag you into a conversation with him. But, but anyway, you know, going to kind of to present day where you're at and what you've learned and really what, what's kind of driving your involvement in, CLSA, the chapter level, young surveyors—all these things that have got you engaged and really making you want to push forward with with surveying.
1: Well, I've always been act well, semi-active member, um, like in college, and then in my early career, I was in the field a lot, so it's kind of more challenging, well, really difficult to be active when you're in the field because you're always far away, then you're tired, so. It's not the easiest thing to do, but that I've been working in the office for a while now, it's been become easier. Um, I started getting more involved. I was uh, nominated to be the secretary of our chapter, so I've been doing that for a couple of years. What's been driving me is um, the conversations I hear like on podcasts, on your episode, on geoholics on LinkedIn um, various zooms or webinars that you you can attend and you hear about the lack of of people of uh, you know labor of surveying that's nobody knows what surveying is so that's what's been driving me to get more involved to try to do more you know I've always thought about myself like uh, as a individual person, um, if you want to see, you know, the change in the world, you you have to be you, know, you have to be the change you want to see in the world. So that's what I've been doing and trying and uh, implementing myself with CLSA on their uh, committee chapters, when the local chapter um, going to uh, conferences when I can just networking and connecting with people because i really want to change and to help the industry move forward and connect people so we can all make a difference not just me because it's never just one person that can do it you always need a need a village to uh to do it so that's the end goal that's
0: fantastic i mean lead by example and then you're exactly right that uh, usually, if once somebody at least starts starts walking down that road, you get people follow that will fall in and and want to want to follow with you. So, uh, kudos for exactly. wanting to get in, at least get engaged. So, um,
1: yeah, I, going back to that. Uh, so I forgot to mention Trent Keenan. You know, yes. participating in mentoring Mondays and learning and uh, seeing everybody. That's another inspiration right there because he's doing so much. With his, um, with his Mentoring Mondays, and now they have Wisdom Wednesdays. So, yep. you know, all these little things that people do encourages other people to do more. Absolutely. And to participate and help and do what they can.
0: Well, and that was something that, that really impressed me in getting involved with the chapters earlier this year uh, in developing the MOU, was how active the chapters, most of the chapters throughout California that were Throughout the pandemic, and so I guess talk about a little bit about uh, what what you feel like you've you've been able to stay, still stay connected, and and really to still try to instill some sort of pro, you know promoting the profession and some some camaraderie with your involvement with your with being the secretary of your chapter.
1: Yeah, for uh, well, during you know the beginning of the pandemic. Um, There wasn't many meetings going well there wasn't any meetings going on and then we started the zoom meetings like for our local chapter and we had those for well we had them up until like the the beginning of this year but as the meetings went on i thought up to myself i was like i wonder if other chapters are doing zoom meetings you know so i went to the clsa website looked up the chapters and then I reached out to the different chapters and asked them, "Are you guys doing Zoom meetings? If you if you are, can you add me to your email list?" And that's how I started uh, participating in other meetings if they're you know if they're doing Zoom. Because uh, besides our meetings, uh, you know, I know those people, but I always like to network and meet other people, meet new people. So that was a great opportunity to learn. To see what other people are doing, you know, like if um, you're in a certain industry and you're doing like one thing. If you don't network or see what other people are doing, then all you know is your little bubble. But you got to expand out and see, good. oh, this is what they're doing. I could do that. Or it gives you ideas. Even I attended uh, the fall um, NSPS conference. I think it was last year. And going to the various committees that the, uh, the business meeting had, there's all these people, you know, they have all these ideas and everybody's collaborating and um, seeing how they could, you know, change or do things within their community. And then it just like gives you even more ideas. So the more you can network, the more you could talk to people, the more you could participate. It will give you your own ideas and then you could do your own thing and or just, Jump on to what whatever people are doing already.
0: Exactly, and that's that's right. It's 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 getting these conversations, keeping these conversations going, building on some from from them, and and just trying to incorporate new ideas, new thought processes. Um, so I guess that kind of leads me to the the next part of of our conversation. Really, what kind of got got you and I hooked up to start with was you want to do more. You want to provide more. you want to connect more people. Um, so tell us what you've got in mind. I know you've got you've got some pretty good ideas going forward. How do you, how do you foresee the next next way, the next uh, to add on to to a lot of these things, the mentoring Mondays and, and podcasts and such? How do you see that you know helping with that next connection uh, that you're looking forward to trying to put together?
1: Oh thank you. Um, well. I, uh, I've been uh, talking to my, uh, one of my chapter members, Katrina Olson, and she's been guiding me and, you know, uh, give me some tips and how I can uh, utilize my skills. So we were talking and she said, because uh, I was telling her, like, oh, I want to go to do some outreach events and uh, do some presentations at schools and maybe do more with the chapter, or more like uh, connecting our community, the Fresno community. And then uh, one of the events I had in mind was, it's uh, this is my working title is, uh, so you're into surveying, um, what was it? Uh, so you're into surveying, how can I be active? So my initial thought with that was uh, to do a Zoom presentation for schools, or for students and or technical people that are still new to the industry and just expose them to all the uh, various organizations that are out there. Cause I know when I was going to school, I only knew about the ones that were um, active on the school, like CLSA for our school, um, ASPRS, um, might've been like one other one, but those are like the major players for our school. So what I wanna do is do a Zoom presentation uh, with all these national organizations that have local chapters within their own uh, community. So for me, it would be CLSA, uh, you with NSPS, YSN, um, have a Mentoring Mondays, Trinkeenan, do some uh, GIS professional people, do some UAV people and maybe um photogrammetry just uh just if, if it fits within the time because you don't know, want to keep it within an hour but the goal is to introduce the students and or you know like I said technical staff to these different industries and uh introduce them to like okay here's the industry here's um Here's what geospatial community they're part of, like land surveying, boundary, uh, you know, UAV or LIDAR or, you know, all these aspects, all these, you know, wide variety of surveying applications. Have them present their organization, have them talk about what they do. If there's a local chapter tell them where you could connect, especially for students, you know, you always. I we'll always want them to, like, network and to be a part of the conversation, you know, just because you're going to school and then later on you join the workforce, you know, but being active with the schools is going to benefit the whole industry. And then, like, if someone wants to do this for their own state or community, they could, like, oh, what's popular in our area? Pipeline surveying or, um, I don't know, Mart. I don't know marsh terrain. What would that be? (laughs) You know, let's see. (laughs) There's like a a limited number, unlimited number of things you could do, especially with how wide and diverse the United States is.
0: Well, exactly. And I think, you know, part of what you hit on earlier with, with, uh, with your schoolwork and, you know, some of the basics that they laid down for, you know, all, all of these educational programs across the country, they're, they're laying down the basics for, for surveying and and, and uh, geospatial work uh, in general, but you know. So so I guess l- let me ask you this question in the time in the time you you uh, uh, you've been in in surveying post school, um, would you say that there you've been exposed to a lot more facets of surveying than than you than you, than you had been exposed to just in school.
1: Um. You're saying if I've been exposed to more after school, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, yeah, after after school. I mean, yeah. they they did they laid out some of the basics, but yeah, what I mean, obviously, when you get out of school and you get into get into the the workforce, there's a lot more going on in surveying than what they could even begin to teach you in school.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. There's yeah, I would definitely agree that there's way more um, information outside of school, more organizations that you learn about. Um, It also depends how active you are on LinkedIn, um, how active you are in going to conferences, networking. uh, I've come across like um, underground utilities, SUE, subsurface utility engineering. That's a a newer one that's uh, always been interested in. Uh, There's, you know, you could reach out to international people I went to a, a, a webinar like in uh, I forget I think it was United Kingdom and you know you can be people there so there's there's so many opportunities especially during covid with zoom yeah. it's like if you it's it's up to you really how how much do you want to be involved who do you want to meet um, it's always good to expose yourself to different things to see what see what you' like you might like oh, all I know is boundary topos because that's all they do in my area. But there's a whole world out there, really, you know, as cliche as that sounds, <laughs> it's, it's out there and it's uh it's waiting for you to explore.
0: Absolutely. And I guess that's what I like about what you're trying to do with this is that, you know, and it's, and it's driving it, uh, you know, it's not, it's really not even just towards the younger surveyor, even the, the students, younger surveyors, this can be really, can be set up for any surveyor that may not know about all of these other organizations and uh technologies and tasks and things that could be that 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 fall in the, within the you know the range of, of of surveying itself and geospatial that you're wanting to put these put these opportunities out there to expose others to all of these things and like you said the underground the, the mining the, the the pipeline I mean all of this stuff uh I don't think, I think you've hit on something here that people, most of the people in our industry, they know just a small segment of what we do, you know, and it may be that, that the, the mining surveyors only know about the mining or the underground or whatever. They don't know about some of these other things. It's, it's getting the whole range of, of, of potential surveying technologies and, and people uh, to be basically be aware of the entire spectrum of surveying and, so I, I like where you're going here with this because I think it 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 does give people an opportunity to to see and hear what else is going on and to appreciate how wide um the, the the whole spectrum of surveying is. And then I think the other part that I do I really like about this is that is that the diversity that can go into surveying, that it's not just uh, you know, the the big strapping young man that's uh, cutting line through the swamp. This is somebody that's dealing with with laser scanning. Somebody that's flying flying UAVs. Uh, there's there's so much technology in this that literally anybody that has uh, an interest in a capability in in what we're dealing with, they can be in surveying and in geospatial in some facet and form. Because it and bottom line is it's there's so many fascinating things to do. And I like what you're going with this.
1: Yeah, exactly. Going piggybacking off of that, uh, I think uh, Trent Keenan mentioned like one of the goals why he started like mentoring Mondays was to, you know, obviously mentoring, passing down that information. So if we could get like key people within industries in their sectors that are, you know, and they could have like these Zoom or whatever kind of type of session to record it and then make it like available on youtube or somewhere where other people could watch it other people could learn because that's like you know that's a uh, great thing about youtube there's all these there's already a lot of good serving um uh, shows slash podcasts that are out there but there could definitely be more to share the history you know on linkedin there's a lot there's these people that post different pictures and stories about the history of uh, maps and like the, like really detailed information. So if we could get that in other industries and share it, that's only gonna benefit us as, as a, what is it? As a group of surveyors and the public. And cause there'll be videos out there that they could go see like, oh, learn more about this type of surveying, and not just read about it, because especially these days, with the new the students of this time, they're all into videos and learning and uh, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. You know, so we got to really push that uh, that out there, is recording, sharing our knowledge, passing it down, and not hold, not hoarding it to ourselves, and just exposing as many people as we can. Absolutely.
0: The goal is that's, that's fantastic. And like you said, it, I think once, once you start going down this road, you're, you're going to have more and more people that are going to want to follow you. And uh, so I, you know, I, I kudos to, to wanting to do this because you know, if that's one thing I'm hearing consistently from surveyors across the country is, yeah, we're busy. Yes. We're, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, but it's it's being able to be a little forward thinking like you're doing here and wanting to wanting to promote and wanting to to help that next generation and even help help you know the current generations on exposing them to all of the things that are going on um i congratulate you on on uh, just wanting to put put stuff out there because uh it's it is strength in numbers and i think the more we know the more we can share with each other and uh no i think you're doing a great thing here so what what kind of time frame are you looking at what are you what are you, when would you like to start putting this together cuz i'd like to kind of do a call to action for those who are listening that maybe if they've got something they want to add they've got an organization they would like to help uh help you with and 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 promote and get together to make this more effective um what kind of time frame are you looking at when would you like to start putting this together
1: uh um I would like to start putting together now Um, (laughs) I'm already (laughs) good. You know, I had the idea, you know, I've been trying to figure out my list and move my target audiences. And then uh, after meeting with you, we talked about it. Like, let's, uh, let's do this. So my goal was to do it like in October. I know I checked the schedule. I've been seeing what's going on on LinkedIn and know, RCN and Matthew Bird's got his thing going on. So there's, uh, you know, lots of things going on, but uh, like the goal would probably be like in mid-September, maybe. I mean, not September, October, mid-October, but if not, then later on. But, you know, you got to work with, um, I know it's a very short time, especially like people hearing about this and if they wanted to participate, people got schedules that are going out. So ideally, you know, mid-October, but you might have to do it in the springtime because, you know, got the holidays, got Thanksgiving, Christmas. I don't see too much happening during that, those days. So <laughs> everybody wants to be with their family and not doing uh, too much online.
0: Well, the nice thing about this and, and what your vision here is, it, uh, it it's not getting super deep into one specific topic. It's it it is uh it it is a nice uh, a, a nice format to to do something you know relatively easy, relatively you know in a short time frame. And you know and and if if the pandemic has shown us one thing is that we can communicate a lot by Zoom. That we can we can <laughs> compile these things. You can we can put them together on YouTube and being able to promote them to share for others. So. No, I think uh, I think I definitely think you're on to something. And, uh, you know, so this is the call to action, people. Uh, Adrian Aguire is his name. Look him up on LinkedIn. We'll if you need to, you can catch us here at, uh, at uh, info at NSPS.us.com. We'll get you connected with him. Uh, if you think there's some things out there that uh, you really need to that can be shared through through and and I like the working title. So you're into surveying. How you know how how can I be active? I like that that uh that's that's the bottom line is how how can i how can I be even even better at surveying than I am now this is help this is helping people down that road
1: yeah, awesome, yeah, thank you for having me and uh, hopefully this will inspire some other people to do their own things in their own area, you know it's not about just me doing this one event I wanted to want people to share. Their experiences, their their knowledge, and pass it down to you know younger or older generations. If you have knowledge, to share it with other people. Anybody
0: that wants to, yeah, that
1: would would want to learn, hey, want to learn, and want to share.
0: So, you know, and I'm even thinking it's it's uh, we've got a kind of a new push with the uh, the Certified Floodplain Surveyors program that's kind of taking taking on uh, some new life uh, in, in the Northeast. We've got the pipeline surveyors you've got your mining you've got your uavs with the certified pilots i mean the, the, there's so much stuff going on in surbank so we've got a lot to add so well adrian thank you for for taking some time today and, and and sharing your vision uh let's see if we can help you help you get uh closer to getting this thing off the ground because this would be a lot of great content to put together to bank and to be able to you know once we once you get it done uh, you can consistently share it and really have a, have another, another source in addition to a lot of great ones out there for people to go out and, and to, to gain more information about uh, this, this great profession that, uh, that we, well, I say, I can, I think I can safely say that you and I love, love dearly.
1: Yeah, definitely. And if this is just one of, uh, many more, you know, uh, speakers slash series to come. So if you want to, be part of it or participate or help out just reach out to me or tim and let us know we want we're looking for we're looking for those people that want to make a change so please reach out
0: all right well that sounds great well like i said thanks again adrian for for joining us today um that'll wrap us up for this week um we're, we're going to let adrian get back to work uh uh want to make sure we don't uh, don't get him in trouble with anybody but uh uh, the next couple of weeks we will be in Poland, in Warsaw, Poland for the FIG uh, Congress we will be actually we'll be reporting uh, from from Warsaw. So uh, wherever you subscribe to your podcast, make sure you, you click on that link and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Thank you. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says podcast brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.